traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of RPT. It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo, the ghetto vaquero, el rey de foreplay, the masa messiah, the tamale kingpin. The Versace Mariachi, and uh, we have producer DJ Big, Big Rob. Sue. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Buenos dias. Man, Buenos dias. Uh, the baby wakes up way too early, so uh, y'all bear with me. We're going we gonna to kick in the energy, though. Uh, if, you, if you already came with it. You already, and I, and already I just moved, it. so I'm out of magic mind, and Oof. you know, so sometimes you just be slacking and lacking, sometimes bro. Sometimes you need that mojo. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, magicmind.co forward slash chingo. That is the promo code. Get hooked up. Also, man, shout out to the contra- our contractor. You know, shout out to Bobby. Doing the work. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up his phone. This is so unorganized, y'all. But I, I need to shout out, you know. Yeah, it's not unorganized. Um, this, this is Chino coming off the road for two shows, but like four days, flying. Yeah, like two cities. Moving. All kinds of shit. Uh, if you guys need a contractor in the Houston area, get you a free estimate, free quote. Tell them Chingo sent you. Ask for Bobby. It is 832-893-7546. Sass. What's up, big dog? How you been, big dog? Doing good, man. Happy happy belated Father's Day on the podcast. Likewise, brother. Um, It's good to have you back. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but when you go out of town for shows, and we record a lot of our content in batches for that reason, Uh uh, we go like a week without seeing each other. Yeah. And we might, you know, we might And that's way too long, Robert. It really is. It really is too long. It really is too long. But it is nice when I get a text about a Ryobi product Uh, that initiates a conversation. So I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, because, you know, the... I feel like I need to maintain our backyard. You're gonna stuff. do that? I, I'm thinking about it. I'm just I just be sitting back there looking at it like, okay, first I'm gonna just get the edger, you know, like La Wida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I could just do that for a little bit because you know it's like, should I? Should I not? I haven't been in the new crypts. I don't know how big it is, but when I, when you ask me, like, I need something just like a simple push with a bagger, so there's no clippings everywhere. Like, oh, I'm like cool bet. There's a ton of options. Unless that. it's gonna spit out the little mulch in a controlled fashion. There, there is. There's an okay. attachment for that too. You could do that as well. But uh, I just thought to myself as I was like, I got some links to send you, and I was like, man, is he gonna? Because it grows so fast, right? So you're gonna find yourself doing this on a minimum of weekly, right? Okay. And then you're gonna edge. Is that how you do it every week? At least, yeah. Nice. Least every week, yeah. And okay. then try to water it and stuff. I was doing that actually when you texted me. Oh, okay. But uh, it's it's work, you know. It's he was work. out there cow tipping in the middle of the pasture, dude. People love that song. We have to make, eventually it's going to become a real song. Yeah, I already clipped that little part to have it in my phone, and I can just kind of hear where the lyrics yeah. could, could what, what lands better, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because we did a different line. Sometimes uh, on that one episode, Cow Tipping, y'all go check it out. It, it is on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, forward slash Red Pilt the Miles. That's right. So on some of the lines, we were freestyling like, um, uh, chasing them cowgirls, wearing them Daisy Dukes. That's the main one. I think people really stuck to that one. Oh, Daisy Dukes. Yeah. I or got, should it I be got. like? Or should it be like a cow tipping in the middle, middle of, of the pasture, pasture. just a local boy chasing mm-hmm. all the cowgirls? Ooh, that could be another verse, right? Yeah, cowgirl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, all members of the Thea, all agents of the Thea, stand back, stand by with your lyrics. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jess Tear on the Discord. She was like, "Yo, this need really needs to be a song." Oh, and, funny. Yeah, a lot of people on there in the Discord. Court were like all the agents said it. Yeah, like yo, this is catchy, son. Oh, badass! Yeah, I wasn't. I was kind of MIA this weekend. It was Don's birthday. It was Father's Day. Kids, all that thing, and obviously. 
obviously you're out of town, so I don't know how often you were in the Discord this weekend. Yeah, I was on it. Nice. Yeah, I was on it, and uh, sorry to bother you on Father's Day about Ryobi products, but Dude. Ryobi, if you're listening, you need to be a sponsor. Somebody need a goddamn sponsor to show already. Yeah, we got some, we got some things in the pipeline for sure as um, we're getting ready to move into this new space. Yeah. So right now, uh, this episode is brought to you by the Legalized Freedom Tour. Yeah. Next stop, Irvine, California, July 6th. Ontario, California, July 7th. El Centro. California, July 9th. I think VIP about to sell out on that one. Uh, Denver, Colorado, a whole weekend. Yes, sir. July 14th through the 16th. Since we're doing a whole weekend in Denver, that means I will be going back to Denver next year. Nice. So uh, don't sleep. Uh, OKC, July 28th. Chicago, Chirac, Chaganistan, August 4th. Phoenix AZ, what it do? I'll be out there in the 603. Know what I'm talking about? August 11th. Then we have San, San Jose Califas, August 24th. Brea. September 14th, Oxnard. September 15th, Austin, Texas. That, you know, that one is the reschedule on, mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. renege. Know what I'm talking about? September 28th, uh, San Anto, a whole weekend, which means I will be going back next year. September 29th through October 2nd. Addison, Texas, another weekend. I will be back next year. November 4th through the 6th. Still working on Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, and Houston. That doesn't mean sleep on this year, by the way, guys. No, don't sleep. No, that means, Never. that literally means do not sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we don't know what the future holds. It, look, in in Brandon's America, yeah, is it might get to the point where they're squeezing the working class, they're squeezing the blue collar so much from every angle that people might have to start sacrificing their entertainment budget. But see, the good thing about the Legalized Freedom Tour is that it's more than just entertainment. It's camaraderie. It's yeah. community. Uh, it's good for the souls. Good for the spirit. It's good for the country. I 100%. I, I approve this message. No, I'm talking about. Did you see anything while you were on the road that was kind of like shaking my head? Like it wasn't like this under trompitas, you know? Or did anybody even say anything that kind of like uh, stuck with you? Well, we just did uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Shout out to all the people that came out. And um, great crowd. I mean, people, dude, check this out, bro. There's a portion of the show where I basically say either you were born with a chile or you were born with a taco. That's it. Like, you know, or I'll say like men and women are different. That's just the thing. Like we're different. Like I'm not saying women aren't great. I'm not saying we're not equal in a lot of ways, but we're different. You know, and people just start. You get a whole applause break. <laughs> and I was like, how I think I said in El Paso. I was like, how crazy is it that we've gotten to the point where just stating simple, basic biology mm-hmm. gets you an applause break? Uh, and I and they were just like, oh, is he mad at us for clapping? And I was just like, bro, how do we let it get to this point? And I also want to talk about this J Lo document uh, documentary that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to point at you so aggressively. <laughs> no, um, I like it. I like bringing the heat, bro. It's called Halftime, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I you saw, seen? It? I saw a trailer, like a teaser for it. I didn't even see a full trailer. I literally saw like a sixty, not even thirty second okay. teaser for it. Well, I never knew J Lo was borderline Marxist, woke, right? So y'all got to go check it out for yourselves. You got to weigh and measure it on your own, <laughs> right? But there was literally a scene where they interviewed, uh, I guess they played a clip of Ben Affleck, where he was chiming in on the amount of hate that J-Lo was getting uh, at one point when everybody was like, oh, she really can't sing. She, yeah. You know what I mean? She just got a big old booty. Right. She just be singing and dancing, whatever. Yeah. And um, like South Park made fun of her. There was a scene where they're like, taco, taco, burrito, taco, whatever. <laughs> and um, anyway, Ben Affleck's like, yeah, she, you know, I told her like, you know, does any of this bother you? And she's just like, you know, I knew it would be unfair for me. Because I was prepared for this. I'm Latina and I'm female. And you don't understand because you're a white male. And you didn't know that, you know, I was prepared for, like, I knew it was. And it's like, what? And then she was talking about preparing for the halftime show and how, they bro, they found a way to tie it back to Trump. 
Mm. Yes, it was just like clips of Trump and her watching the news. She was like, I have to make a statement. And, you know, normally I, I say, you know what, lead the politics to everyone else. She's like, normally I'm like, you know what, lead the politics to everyone else. I'm not that chick, but I have to say something. Obviously, right? People got triggered, kids in cages. So she had to fight the NFL production team to like make sure that they allow these little like lit up Super Bowl halftime cages where they had like her daughter singing out of one and like they had kids placed in them and the nfl was like ah we don't want to make this a big old political halftime and um now uh marisol was telling me that j-lo performed for something in la some dodger something extravaganza something gala and that she let her daughter sing and now her daughter's a they Hmm. I guess she's the, I don't know what they call that, fluid, non-binary okay. of some sort. And uh, she had like a rainbow microphone. Of course, man, it's Pride Month, bro. It might have been a Pride event, e- huh? ESG score, you got to go all of in. Of course. Well, Mighty Soul didn't explain it all the way. Like, is it a Pride event? Mm. But long story short, somehow, some way, according to Mighty Soul, uh, uh, J-Lo's baby is a they and a them. Okay. That's all how right. she identified. I love that this is how we're going to dissect or get into the first episode of the week here. It's mm. Wednesday. It's the first of uh, many episodes this week. It's the longest one. But I have to ask, did you watch the whole thing? The doc? Yeah. Yeah. Is it pretty long or is it just like a regular 90 uh, It's like a regular, yeah. I can't remember if it was like a minute. I mean, a, an hour, hour 15. Uh, going into it, did you know what it was going to be about? Like, did you oh, just- We just thought it was like her prepping for the Super Bowl. So you can see rehearsals and like behind the scenes, like vlog style. Yeah. What did you take away from it, I guess? There's so many questions here. They made it about Trump. They showed footage of the border, and she's just like, you know, uh, uh, footage of, like, trompitas. You know, he's mean to immigrants, and they're treating Latinos bad, and I have to make a statement at the Super Bowl, even though I'm Puerto Rican, and Puerto Rico's part of the U.S., And but, you know, Latinos are being treated so bad. And, and she said, she literally said, uh, she said, blah, 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 and that's a narrative that Trump created. But she just, you know, forgive her. She don't understand. And me and Marisol, uh, we're just sitting there watching it. And we're just like, pobrecita, she don't, she don't know. Just like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But she's older than me. So I'm thinking like, damn, baby, you ain't figured out yet. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. 42. She about, what, 50 maybe. Yeah, 52. but also it's 2022. Like we've been through, we, we've seen both sides. Yeah, and I don't know when this thing was edited and produced. But still, yeah. it's kind of like. Man, y'all, y'all, it didn't need all, it didn't have to go back to Trump and, and they're rapists, you know, they're racist or whatever uh, Trump said, you know, they're rapists and yeah. they're, they're not sending their best. They're sending their uh, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. I mean, uh, T-H-E-I-R. Yeah. Uh, I think the same, the same thing, like the same sentiment was in the Ariana Grande one that came out a couple, probably about a year ago now, which it was, I thought it was going to be a doc. It was just literally live performances. It was like two minutes in between like a set and then like just the song. It was just all performance. It was all performance. Yeah, yeah, no, it was different. Yeah, and then uh, the Taylor Swift one that came out not too long ago as well, that you, you see her in the back and she's on the couch and I think she, I don't remember when it was uh, edited or recorded, but it had to have do, had to do with the, like the election. Maybe it was leading up to the 2020 or leading up to maybe even 2016. But it was just like she was just upset by what happened. Or she even tweeted something that like, you know, usually like, I, you know, I don't do this. You know, this isn't what I'm what my platform's for, but I feel like I have to voice, you know, what's going on or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, it didn't have to include that. It had no relevance to what your doc or, or performance show had to do. So let, let's add some context to this J-Lo debacle. Okay. All right. So the NFL supposedly was feeling the heat and the pressure for not being inclusive enough or something like that, right? Yeah. So they brought in Rock Nation, a.k.a. Jay-Z, mm-hmm. to consult, right? And what they arrived at is 
that year, Super Bowl was going to be in Miami. So they decided to split the time between Shakira mm-hmm. and Jennifer Lopez, right? So they had, to, they had to do like seven minutes each or Wait, something. What year was this? Do you remember? It was like maybe like two, maybe two and a half. I think maybe three. Okay. Because, because check this out. Mm-hmm. Here's more context. At the end, after they finished showing like, okay, she, uh, she did a hell of a performance, got ra- raving reviews mm-hmm. for the, um, the Super Bowl thing, right? Then it ends, it, it, the, the end cap, the, the last little chapter, the way they tied a bow on the whole thing is she's in D.C. and she's performing for Kamala and, um, you know, the Dems. You know, Bill Clinton's there, Obama's there. Of course, Sleepy was there taking a little nap. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Jill, she was there. Anyway, she's up there singing like, God bless him, something, this land is my land uh-huh. or something. And then she even threw in a, let's get loud, something, something. Like she had to cram in one of her lyrics from one of her songs. Mm-hmm. It's like, first, when she went up to the podium, Marisol, first of all, Marisol is like, that's one of her spirit animals. It is. J-Lo's one of her it's spirit like animals. It's like J-Lo and T-Pain. Uh, I don't know about T Pain. I never heard that. Two Chains. Two Chains. My yeah, bad. Two Chains. Quavo. Uh, Paul Abdul. Um, uh, who else is like a really good dancer? Her trifecta of dancers is like J Lo, Paul Abdul, and who else is known for dancing? Mm, I can't remember. It's really about it. Paul Abdul. No, there's another person. I can't remember. Madonna. No, 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 no. no. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Madonna ain't known for dancing like that. <laughs> Hell no. Not like on Paul Abdul's level. But yeah. anyway. Oof, Paul Abdul. Yeah. Um. Oh, so when she walked up to the podium in D.C., right, uh, Marisol was like, no, she's not going to, they did not let her sing the national anthem. She's not going to sing the freaking national anthem. And then she's like, this land is my land. They let her do the third grade (laughs) choir part. And then she's like, oh, because she's like, you know, Whitney Houston killed that national anthem. That would have been an embarrassment. Yeah, you can't compare that to Whitney's. No. Mm -mm. Or any, honestly. If it's J-Lo, like, don't do it. No, no, no. No, no. Well, so I mean, what did my soul say about it? She was just very let down and disappointed. She's like, "Man, I can't believe she's that misinformed." Uh, you know why they got to make it all about Trump? Wait, and you know, it's like y'all are the ones dividing. Y'all are the ones always playing victim. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and Marisol even says she she quoted Candace Owens. She's like, "We need to stop making everything about like, well, I'm the first Latina this, and as a brown person, you know, that's like if I go around always saying like, as a Latino comedian, it's like, <laughs> no, motherfucker, that's so lame. Like yeah. you're limiting yourself. That means you can't perform in front of white folk, black folk, like Asians. Like, what do you mean? Like that means you can never go on Rogan because you're not mainstream or you don't like your jokes aren't in English. Like, what is as a brown person of color? Yeah, uh, it's like." Stop all it's like we're American, bro. Like we all contribute. We're all artists. Like you're a you're a grown woman, you're a grown man. Uh just do your best, do your shit, represent, create the art you want to create. And stop always prefacing everything is like, you know. Yeah, it's hard. It, I have this conversation with people all the time because I've never been and you and I have talked about the exact same thing you just said, is like cloaking everything in this identity, you know, and it's it's hard for for some people to get it when you talk about like or when I, when they mention like well isn't Jingle Bling Mister like yes 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 but you got to understand it in the context of like the current and like the last two years of conversations conversations with either just us or with guests or with like mm-hmm. literally the community of like politically involved fans yeah people. this is before the summer of love like I was Mister They Can't Deport Us All before you had I mean I'm not saying like 
the only reason I'm like looking at the border different is because now it's like, whoa, it's a whole lot of Pakistani, Indian, this, that, every other country, like a hundred and gazillion every country in the world yeah you know it ain't even mexicans it ain't really just because of that it's like oh shit you start to see like hey this is unchecked yeah. like we now you see the footage from like uh jorge ventura and, and different people where it's like and here's 400 migrants just waltzing in you know nobody's checking them nobody we just had him on about a week or so ago and he was there last night over the weekend over father's day weekend and non-stop dude whether it's 9 p.m 1 a.m yeah yuma 5 a.m non-stop yeah, there's just a big old gap and nobody there and half of them are the type to just turn themselves in because they know they're going to get hooked up and just let in or whatever the other half are the gotaways that don't want to get caught they don't want to turn themselves in but you know i don't think j-lo knows all that so what do you think what's the price tag here's my question to an entertainer like yourself who's been in the industry for let's say decades at this point mm-hmm. what's the price tag that would have you go up there and be that like uh establishment based like mm-hmm. if they said hey chingo bling you're gonna do the super bowl and you're gonna do the uh the well um the white house you're, election you're thing. Gonna, yeah you're gonna do everything you're gonna, and and you're a comedian you're gonna do the press uh the, yeah. the what's, it, what's it called the press dinner the yeah White the, the, uh-huh. whatever the correspondence mm-hmm. speech and the uh, delivery we're gonna do everything we're gonna go ahead and just put a put about a 50 milli mm-hmm. 50 milli oh price yeah tag. yeah i'm gonna I'm 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 go up there and talk about the gop <laughs> shit you can give me 20 milli 20 million i'll do it yeah this in this fucking economy give me two million look i'm in i'm energized now turn my head turn my headphones okay you got it you got it you got it turn my headphones on check 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 check, yeah yeah people on the discord that's a problem people on the discord like man we was we could hear the echo from here why is headphones so loud (laughs) boy y'all be roasting me on that goddamn discord if you want to join the discord uh the the lowest tier is a dollar it is all it takes is a dollar. If bro. you just want to be a part of the community and, and you know talk shit, learn some stuff, join one of the channels. They're all open. At first, it was just going to be the general chat, but you can hop into TI history, yeah. you can t- hop into investing, RPT whatever. RPT questions, gaming. Yep, every survival. Survival is a big one. DIY. Yeah, yeah. And for a dollar, factoring inflation, that's really forty cents. That's what you're really paying. As a matter of fact, if you really <laughs> think about it, we're paying you to join our Discord, pretty much, with yeah. content and fire ass information. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we're we're really just whoring ourselves out at this point. No, for we're sure, just prostituting ourselves yeah. at this point. All that's yeah. left is making a, an only nails fan. Only nails? Yeah, nails? Yeah, like fingernails or whatever other nails you might want to show people. I don't get it. Tell nails. Oh, show my nail. Okay, hey, it's all good, bro. If you go to my jujitsu class, you can see my nail. <laughs> you can roll with my nail. Boy, I killed it yesterday. Boy. Oh yeah, well, how's it going? Great, excellent. How bro. many times have you been since you? I mean, I just got back, so yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I went once. No, but you've been to the gym more than that since you moved over there, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been to a few classes. Yeah, but some of them weren't jujitsu. Oh, okay. They okay. offer a variety class. That's what's up. How'd you feel last night? Um, Yesterday in the daytime. Okay, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I went in the morning yesterday, and um, it's very hot and humid, very muggy, so I had to like... Still, still to warm up is still too much because yeah. it's just like three minutes of jumping jacks, like three minutes of uh, Hindu uh, push-ups. Yeah, Hindu fucking push-ups. Yeah, and like now we're doing non-stop squats. This is after fucking jogging around inside the, the ring, outside the, the, the mats. Yeah. Uh, high knees, you know, go around two times, high knee. And like, now you're doing these motherfucking squats, you know, you know the 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 weird kind where like when you go down you're kind of on your tippy toes and then like your posture's super good i don't yeah. know if it makes sense i think those are also hindu squats they might be a hindu squat yeah yeah, yeah it might, i don't know i think it is uh like some penitentiary type shit bro <laughs> and uh i was just lacking like i would do i would do jumping jacks but then it's like okay i'm not i'm not gonna clap all the way i'm gonna just do these little bird flaps 
And then I would throw in like a couple, like a little knee just to like catch my breath. Like I'm just, I'm going to do a kick in between. You know, I threw in my own little, <laughs> I broke it up on my own. Start doing the cha-cha slide. But, sure. check, but check this out, bro. And we'll get back to politics uh, shortly. But um, everybody's like, man, good to see you back, man. See, see, I'm putting in that mat time, big dog. And, um, you know, it's no gi. So you don't know who's a black belt, who's a white belt with no stripes. And uh, at the end, instead of rolling, instead of rolling, it was like they put three upper belts, like they just sit there, and then everybody else line up against the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, first three people up against the wall, y'all got to go uh, past their guard, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, past their guard, they're going to try to sweep you, and I don't, I don't know what else, maybe submit, maybe, but they're just trying to sweep, sweep you. So whoever wins stays, mm-hmm. right? So... So when I'd go and try to like get past her guard and like, okay, oh, you got me. All right, you swept me, whatever. I bet. I'm going to go get some water. <laughs> I'm going to walk back, get in the back of the line. At this point, the, te- the strategy is just tire them out. So like now it's my turn again. I'm like, hey, we're going to get y'all tired. And I'm trying to go around. I'm trying to juke around their, their feet. And then eventually I was the king of the hill, big dot. Oh, how many times did it take? Um, I remember like three or four. Okay. And uh, next thing you know, I'm the king of the hill, big dot. All right, guys, quick break. We want to talk about friends of the podcast. Uh, this is actually like the fuel source, the energy source, the focal source of the podcast, Magic Mind. They're showing so much love to all the members of the Thea. Uh, they decided to continue to work with us. They dig the podcast. They like that uh, people are digging Magic Mind and all that it has to offer. Don't forget to shake it because you get all that good green stuff at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's very natural, so you got to shake it, dog. Where can they go? You go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo. When you check out, use promo code chingo you get 20 percent off and if you subscribe and you join the subscription where they send it to you every month bro how much percentage you get off 40 the big 4-0 yeah man it's a really good deal that's damn near half yeah it's a really really good deal i don't miss a day don doesn't miss a day you take yours every day we record and any chance that you have it you take it on the road with you it really is a fantastic product yeah so uh it's a it's a game changer we really we really dig it uh, it's just a little shot. It's a herbal supplement. It's just two ounces. You get to do more and stress less. And they're friends of the podcast. And they're hooking up listeners of the podcast. So you got to support friends of the podcast. Get my Magicmind.co forward slash chingo. Get 20% off or use the promo code chingo. You get 40% off if you're joining the subscription. Boom. Sass. How many times? How, how long were you king of the uh, Probably about three people. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, oh, shit. I'm starting to think like, bro, I probably could have, I probably could have, um, maybe not made the wrestling team, but they probably could have trained me, like in high school or something. They yeah. probably could have trained. I was very sickly though in high school, so I probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it was probably it was. It wasn't until what it thirty when you had the the I think tonsil. I'm, I might have been about thirty. I think mm-hmm. at, at thirty. For those that haven't heard the story, when you had the tonsils removed at thirty, did you feel like that? You just oh, yeah. you started going to the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you're able to like um, uh, maybe even uh, absorb nutrition. Mm. You know, you're not on antibiotics all the time, which tears up your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Maybe you'll be a blue belt before you know. I mean, before this time next year, man. I, I, man, this one dude was, um, he was king of the hill for a long ass time. He was doing a, all types of shit. Like, you know, the fucking, what do you call that? When they like roll. Going inverted. Yeah. yeah. He was doing all that. And I'm like, bro, what belt are you? He's like, I'm purple. Oh, okay. I was like, word, okay. Yeah, for a long time. But yeah, we we did the uh, Darce choke and Anaconda choke. Nice. Mm-hmm. All, and, uh, all no gi? All no gi, big dot. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, bro, it, it's it's... We'll talk about it on another episode, but uh, who knows, man? Uh, we do want to put out more shows. Yeah, 
we don't only just think about politics all day. Uh, so yeah, y'all, we appreciate the love. Um, we, um, Marisol and I are going to start doing cafecito time again. Mm-hmm. There's a little nook in our bedroom where I'm going to set up. I'm going to test it out and just see if we're going to like set something up. We could put like an iPad and, a, and an iPhone and, and just go live to we don't know where. YouTube, Facebook, I don't know. We do have a guest coming on later this episode. So we're going to record for like another 15, 20 minutes and then hop into the guest. So maybe we can just continue shooting the shit and then get back to the politics after. But mm-hmm. within that same, uh, to piggyback off of that... Um, Coffee the time. Oh, we need to come up with a like a legitimate name. Whatever we're gonna name this new spot. Like we're go, we're migrating okay. from here to there. Uh-huh. So shouting out to the Discord to give mm-hmm. us real suggestions for the names. Is it gonna be RPT Studios? Is it gonna be CB Studios? Like what's it gonna be? Have you thought about it much? Not really. No. Nah. Mm-mm. It's just a lot. It's just uh, like part of me is like setting a dead deadline on my own like dog you gotta think of this shit now it's gotta be tight it's gotta be perfect and don't forget like her lounge podcast is gonna be in there too and, yeah and god knows what else we cook up and um uh i was with uh, juan perez all weekend he's got a lot of ideas because you know he's he's very familiar he's a podcast fan mm-hmm. um and then of course we want to make sure we monetize because i'm not monetized on facebook yeah. I got, you know my reach on there's 3.1 million 3.4 million the reach yeah but i'm not monetized uh, so yeah, so we already thinking like, okay, the set has to be set up in a way where, you know, a sponsor might be like, Hey, I want product placement. I want this. I want to have my product on the shelf or something. So I told you before we started recording, I was, I was chatting with Manny yesterday and we're going to chat again tomorrow. I had an idea for, to, to continue adding to the catalog of the RPT studios. He knows so much about finance and mm-hmm. banking and real estate and all that kind of jazz that instead of just doing another show where I interviewed, interviewed random people, him and I started talking about like how... You, know, you you always send me uh, EYL stuff, the Earn Your Leisure guys. Mm-hmm. I remember telling you, you used to listen to them way before they, they blew up. And they blew up within like two years or less, all about just finance and investing and economic you know conversations for the hood, for the black folk, right? Mm-hmm. And sure, other people listen to it, but that was their main thing. Like they wanted to give back to their community. I think they're both from Brooklyn or both from New York somewhere. I think from Philly. From Philly? Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess they might be based out of New York now. But either way, uh, I was like, well, I kind of want to replicate that for this community. Why, why I got to be Brooklyn, bro? I thought one of them, because one of them sounds like Jay-Z for starters. Mm-hmm. I think Rashad or, or one of them sounds like, like Jay-Z. Regardless, mm-hmm. um, I told Manny, I was like, I want to you know, do a similar thing or like a valuetainment, like Patrick but David kind of thing. And uh, he was he got really stoked about it. He's like, I could have a lot of people on that started as like toilet cleaners. And now like all they do is, you know, work for Chase or they work for these institutions that help, you know, people build a better life or whatever. So long story short, I think I'm going to go with the name, uh, major- the majority minority. I caught him. All right. And the reason is because... Sol and I were talking about this yesterday. Like a lot of the people that listen to the podcast, they look like us. They have, you know, experiences like us. They, they have family that came from where our families came from. Marginalized, oppressed people of color, basically. But they don't see it that way, right? They see of course it, not. They see it like I, I am here. I have the opportunities. I'm gonna make the best of those opportunities. Now, mm-hmm. if they had a little bit more knowledge in those arenas, they probably would, you know, they'd go further and, and faster or whatever. So we're gonna work on that. And it might be another thing that, uh, you know, that gets also backing from the same institutions that want to back RPT. For sure. I'm Let's saying. get it. Yeah. So what are we talking about, Big Don? Your boy went for a stroll. Oh, man. Joseph Raheem Breezy. Joseph Raheem Breezy. I posted it with a caption, something along the lines of um, his handlers are trying to do him dirty. That's how I saw it. When mm-hmm. I, first of all, when I see that old man, this almost 82, uh, yeah, 3-year-old man on a bike, Mm-mm. not good. They should have never put him on that bike. No. How do you think the day started when they were like, okay, Mr. President, today you're going to start with a nice bike ride. Well, keep in mind, uh, you know, he's the face, he's the puppet, right? Yeah. And um, it seems like that whole little 
uh, I don't want to say cabinet, right? But like the people all around, the main face people, like the ones that want to make sure that everything is about optics. It's almost like a little PR content creation team where they're like, they live in a con- the White House is a content house? Basically, right? Because the real people that are really pulling the strings and, and really making shit happen, they're they're like behind the scenes, right? You got Barry, probably Hillary. and For sure. Uh, or whoever else, right? All them same little people. Uh, uh, you know, uh, was it Chuck Schumer or the other guys, Shifty Shift? All them little fucking, the little swamp. Yeah. They, you know, uh, or who else? The globalists, the uniparty, some of the rhinos is over there helping out. But think about it, man. This whole, this regime, every time you look up, they're doing their little Zoom calls and their press thing from that staged fake theater thing, right? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That little that little set that they built. Yeah, they're always in the set. Uh, they always he always gets uh, shuffled off, doesn't answer questions a lot of times for the press. Um, porque la caga, and then it, it's just always about like, oh, we're gonna take him out to get chocolate, chocolate chip, just so he could be relatable and shit. And if, <laughs> what does he do? He wants to talk to the kids. Chocolate, chocolate, and then shit. as soon as he got up from the bike and shit, he went straight to a little kid, talked to the little kid. He did. Yeah, I didn't see the full video. I just saw oh, the one where come he fell. On. Yeah, dog. He went straight to the little kid. Hey, 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 hey. Like he literally like just got up. And then went straight to the little kid. Hey, 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 I'll give you my word as a Biden. So everybody saw him fall, right? Everybody saw him fall. But did you see the video, I guess, the next day? Which one? The memes? No, no, no. Here, I'll pull the it The one of Trump you. throwing his MAGA hat? And- <laughs> no, dude. No, this one. Well, I think they're asking him about it. Jesus Christ, there's so many wires up here. Let's see. Mr. President, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, sir? Good. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. There's a little bunny hop for the audience there. What did Jill say, Mr. President? Mr. President. Trash, bro. Who's Mr. cheering? How I was going to say. Feeling? So let's watch it again here for How people are you that didn't feeling, get to catch it the first time. Little Good. bunny hop. There you go. <laughs> this, this little crowd of people over here is who I'm actually a little bit more concerned about. Probably got paid to be there basically those are my thoughts like what kind of stand-ins are these extras from shows you know he ain't really want to go to church this old perverted ass sleepy ass come on bro he was like oh i gotta go do this appearance it's all it's always photo ops everything they accuse trump of you know what i'm saying like this is just like a little content house it's like all right he's gonna be on vacation we have to make sure we uh get some people to interview him on the beach he's gonna be wearing a hat that says uh the Bo biden foundation embroidered on the side you know what i'm saying uh we'll have him do a bike ride just to show he's agile bad idea bro like it just makes us look weak as a country like you know you don't think russia north korea who japan whoever they're all just like you know iran the saudis china they're all like are you watching this? <laughs> Look at this. All the countries. And who is going to pay for this? Where's that from? That's from, uh, uh, that's Nigeria. Okay, okay. Making yeah. sure. That's, a, like, uh, that's uh, not Saudi. Yeah, no, that's uh, Godfrey. Godfrey. He got a joke like that. Dude, um, I, I don't know. When I first saw the video, I thought somebody had photoshopped. I didn't think it was actually him. So I had to watch it a few times and then I caught a, a couple of different angles. Sure enough, it was him. And I thought to who myself, approved that? who approved it? Why y'all let him on the bike? Like, it's so dangerous. Just like from a human, yeah. like human He's standpoint. Elderly. Yes. Like if he breaks anything. It's just risky. Like, super like risky. you know, Trompitas, he's smart enough. Because I, I think there's an old clip of Trompitas talking about, I think John Kerry or something. He said, you'll never see me riding a bike in the middle of a major negotiation. 
Oh, really? Yeah, you could probably uh, YouTube. Well, it. there was a clip that I thought was from also just like yesterday, day before, where where Trump says, "And I I vow that I'll never ride a bike." Did you see Trump say that? I I saw him say, "Well, he took a nasty spill," you know, you know, uh, something like, "We'll pray for him in that regard." But another note, Sleepy's doing a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been that same one, dude, because right after that, he's like, he, he says something really funny, and then he's like, little claps and stuff, and he's like, and I vow to you that I'll never ride a bicycle. It's like, it's like y'all need to come up with better content creation. Like, I'm sure Obama was like, I knew this was a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever's... Why does it seem like everything he does ends up in a catastrophe? Not just the economy and the country, but everything, every little thing that he tries to do turns into a complete calamity. Well, for one, they're illegitimate. Um, well, yes. It looks like they, they purposely trying to destroy the country. We can't always just chuck it up to um, incompetence. <laughs> you know, that's true, though people will say, uh, I forgot the, the adage, but for what, for what don't apply malice for what you can apply stupidity. And I think a lot of this just is, I mean, you want to think it's just stupidity and incompetence, but it kind of it seems very malice. Yeah, no, I think a lot, of this, a lot of this, they're doing it on, on purpose, like uh, trying to make the diesel gas super expensive. I mean, trying to make us, because listen, a starving citizenry, like a disarmed citizenry, I don't even know if that's the right fucking word, but like um, a, a broke citizen is an obedient citizen. Yeah. They want to just beat you down to the point where like you have no choice but to depend on them. Yeah, a disarmed society. Yeah, I, you ha- they want to make it to the point where you have no choice but to depend on them and do what they say. It's just like the record business. It's the exact same thing as a record business. If you're self-sufficient, self-reliant uh, artist, musician, where you're able to self-distribute, you're able to press up your copies, you have distribution, you can like get them in the record stores, you can put it up on iTunes, you can monetize, you know what I'm saying? Then you have less need for the record label system. Right. And But if they can lure you in and keep you uh, um, dependent, right? Because that's why I was independent. Uh, a lot of the artists that... um. A lot of my favorite artists were independent, mm-hmm. right? But once you get lured into that system, now they want to kind of just get you to the point where you're uh, you're dependent and you're pretty much broke and hungry. Yeah. That way it's like, well, you know, turn in the album, bro, or do the single that we told you to do, or like work with the producer we told you to work with, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're going to sample the records we're telling you to sample. You're going to release when we say, like, this is the artwork. And if you push back too much, now you're going to be labeled difficult to work with and... Um, you know, uh, there, I don't know why that just reminded me. There was another clip from yesterday, or maybe later in that day after he did that bunny hop, where they asked him about <laughs> gas prices. And there's and a all song that. called "The Bunny Hop," by the way. But go on. The old school, right? When we were kids, that one. I know. Uh, you might have been a kid. I was in a club. <laughs> it's not the same. Bunny no, hop it's thing. like a, it's like a club song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe you can demonstrate later for the audience. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Money Soul does. It. <laughs> um. So they asked him about uh, oil, uh, oil prices or or gas prices or something like that or the refining processes and all this shit. And I don't know if you saw it. And he was just like, he's supposed to. Apparently, I think his administration, not him, but his administration, is gonna they're gonna have a meeting with all the the leading CEOs of the big oil and gas oh. companies, right? And the reporter's asking him, and I didn't pull this up because I just totally forgot, honestly. But um, they asked him, so, you know, what's the deal with why the price so high and this, that, and the other? And, and he's just like, they're, they're, just, they're not refining. Listen to me. They're not refining oil. They can. They just won't, right? And he's going on this, like, weird spiel where he does that whole whisper thing. And he's like, they're giving some excuse that they're scared that in five years they're not going to be needed 
and there's gonna be alternative fuel sources. So that and if you just kind of listen to what he's saying, like yeah, a lot of people aren't investing millions, about billions of dollars into infrastructure for oil or mm-hmm. natural or whatever because it's all like green and go green and oil or rather in the sun and wind mm-hmm. and uh, solar. And, They're being de-incentivized, and the yes. messaging was put out even from the debates where he's like, we're going to end fossil fuels. Listen to me. Look at my, he, he walked over to the young person. I give you my word as a Biden. Look at me. We're going to end yeah. fossil fuels. <laughs> and now you have, uh, I guess Europe going back to coal because of Putin and, and whatever. I started reading about that this morning, but I was like, okay, they're supposedly all about going green. Right. And now it's like, well, we got to do what we got to do for the people. Here's what you got to Google, bro. Did you hear about the, um, I think, uh, some type of petroleum company, LF or something, where it had a, like a fire or an explosion of some sort, right? And you would think like, oh no, this is going to possibly make our supply go down and make our price go up. Instead, our price is going to go down a little bit due to that one plant. It was a uh, natural gas. Mm-hmm. Due to that natural gas plant, uh, exploding or, or something like that and shutting down. Why is that? Because that particular uh, plant was exporting. Basically, we're sending a bunch of natural gas to Europe because we were trying to let them know, like, hey, man, you don't have to depend on Russia, bro. Like, we got it. You know, we, we it's, it's like fucking Pennsylvania full of it. We got a shit ton of natural gas. We got you. And now that we're not able to send it to them, it's bringing our price down. So basically... Newsflash, there's so many things that we're doing that is getting ignored in terms of like, hey, there's there's so many factors that's making the price go up for us, including the taxes, right? That's why they're considering the uh, tax relief. Oh, that's what it was. Tax holiday. It was like, yeah, it was like the, the, the gas tax was the main topic of that conversation. Of which conversation? Uh, asking Biden if he's going to lift oh, the gas tax. It. And yeah. it's like 18, I think it would equate to like 18 cents. Yeah. And so they were like, bring it down to about what, $4? Without, and... That's what they said. When gas was $1.99, all right, 18 cents makes a big deal. When it's uh, five and some change, it's a spit in the face of the American. Yeah, you're not even going to be like, oh my God. God, everybody, let's go fucking fuel up and fill everything. Yeah, it's like why, why, bro? Were well, you still talking paying five bucks more? I think by the end of mid to end summer, they're projecting a seven dollar national average. By the end Can of you se- September, summer. By the end of summer, yeah, seven dollar national average. Yeah, I mean, damn. Uh, there was once an orange man who predicted all that. Not only that, dude, he predicted about a dozen things in that compilation video mm-hmm. that people have made. Oh, man, All of them. Such a good compilation. All of them have pretty much come to fruition. But were you talking about the one here in, in Texas in Freeport, the explosion? Uh, is it called like LF, LFG? L- LNG, LNG. LNG. Yeah, Freeport LNG is huge. Yeah, just an hour from here. Okay, then yeah. that's what it was. Then. So it'll be offline for three weeks. And um, is it natural gas? Following a fire at the experts. Uh, yeah, an explosion at a liquefied natural gas terminal in Texas left uh, nearby residents rattled, uh, and it's taking a substantial amount of fuel off the market at a time when global demand is soaring. And supposedly, if I'm not mistaken... I don't know hear about this. If I'm not mistaken, it's going to make the domestic price of natural gas go down a little bit. So, mm. it's, so it's one of those where it's like, wait, so how is it that... Uh, is it a refinery? What is it? What is that considered? Uh, I guess it would be, right? Or processing plant, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This fucking plant explodes, shuts down, but somehow our price is going to go down. Hmm. That just lets you know. It's just a wake-up call. It's like, wait, all the stuff that we're doing, we're like, wait, we're shipping a bunch of natural gas to Europe? Like, right now, y'all, y'all need to be doing everything it takes to, to ease the pain at the pump for the American people. Damn. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to read about this later. 
but yeah, that's kind of where we are here. This is 2022. This is June 2022 for everybody. For everybody in the future tuning in, like, what was this fucking Chingo and Rob guy talking about? Shit. Facts. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> I said some shit on stage over the weekend where I, where I think it might have been that thing about the genders where I'm like... I'm like, these are just facts. And I was like, I need to have a fax machine up here with all these goddamn facts. <laughs> Speaking of facts, though, we didn't, because uh, this happened after we recorded last, Myra run her, won her seat. The day after we released our last episode last week, uh, she won her seat. I, congrats. Congrats to her, Myra for Congress, 34th District in the RGV. And a bunch of people sent, you know, were sending me the posts and the pictures, and she was on all the headlines. I think she was on Fox that, that day, of course. Ladworth Crowder used her thumbnail as the main thumbnail for their show. It was everywhere. Everybody yeah, talked about Hannity, it, Hannity, right? uh, Tucker. Everyone talked about it. And then Elon tweeted out, mm-hmm. you know, first time I voted for Republican was for Myra. So then I... I, I, I I posted on my Instagram. I was like, let it be known that she did RPT before Elon endorsed her. All right. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Coincidence. Just I, I don't know if saying. Elon got pushed over the edge and Elon was like indecisive until he heard RPT. Yeah, basically, basically. Um, and that's, it's big for the he's, RGV. He's a, very, he's a very smart man, bro. He's an interesting guy, right? He's very smart. He listens to RPT. I bet he does. Mm-hmm. I bet he started listening to, because, you know, he might be listening to Tim Cast. He might do Tim Cast in the future. Yeah, he's working on rockets while listening to us. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. You're talking about the record business and politics, and he's, like, building on SpaceX. Like, What if he was out there actually just welding on his rockets and shit? Just represent for African-Americans, bro. DeSantis, did you hear him? Yeah. I love support for my African-Americans. I wouldn't be mad if that guy took a stab at it this year, or 2024, rather. DeSantis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? That's really who Trump need to really be worried about. Facts. Uh the best the best way you could kind of think about that when it comes to DeSantis is that he's so I and I've been saying this for a hot ass minute. Um nobody seems to disagree. He's more palatable, right? He, whatever he says is a little more easy to digest than when Trump's up there telling you whatever he's telling yeah, you. Yeah, Trump had to come in like a wrecking ball. Which I also liked. Yeah. So I'm kind of... That's how he had to come... He had to shake up the establishment. Yeah. So when people, like Rogan included, uh, Tim Kennedy was on there recently. Great episode. If you haven't heard it, it's fantastic. Colion Noir was on there recently. And Tim was like, he considers himself a extreme moderate. Like he, he really... I mean, he, you're talking about a Green Beret, like a guy who was in Afghanistan recently. He tells the stories of, of the, the evacuation, the debacle so disturbing the like mm. what he had to go through to get saves a lot of these people and still leave thousands of people behind i think there's still americans yeah uh, they're still behind yeah. enemy lines and um yeah afghanistan's worse off now i think uh who's at the taliban mm-hmm. they're in, they're in charge yeah. now and- yeah so he told i mean you guys got if you haven't listened to the tim kennedy episode it's the most recent jre it's so good but uh he was talking about he had dinner with tulsi for like three hours right and they, they disagree on a lot of things they were both in new york on a media press tour kind of thing and uh, Joe just asked, like, well, what, what do y'all disagree on? He said, one of the main things is, like, uh, geopolitics, right? Mm. And, like, where we should be, where we shouldn't be, and all this uh-huh. kind of stuff. And then he goes into talking about that. But Rogan will always say that, like, Trump was such a polarizing figure, which he was. Mm-hmm. And he would say, like, you know, a president shouldn't talk that way. So when I hear him or anybody say that kind of stuff, and there's tons of people on, that on the left or liberals that will say that, what is a president supposed to talk like? Do we want Obama in there, this charismatic, this supposed charismatic leader who was super disingenuous? Or do we want Trump who was giving it to you straight and how, in my opinion, I feel like more Americans receive things, right? They're more, they're more likely to not just believe, but at least think to themselves, like, if I vote for this guy, he gets where I'm coming from, Right. I'm just yeah, just saying. I don't know. I mean, I think it's one thing to be like a president shouldn't talk like that. It's another thing to be like the media shouldn't misinterpret everything the president says. That's a very good point. And constantly try to frame him as a damn 
racist or whatever. Fill in the blank. Um, have you heard of this James Klug guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He does the Man on the Street stuff? Yeah. Did you see the one uh, where he was out there in California? Okay, Jesse's asking for a link. Oh, okay, He's yeah. like, it's in 15 minutes, right? Can you send the link? Yeah, yeah. Say, I'll let him know. Um, tell us. Sorry. So, yeah, we'll send it uh, right at 11. Yes, okay. Uh, so this James Clue guy, he did one. Did they post that in the uh, in the Discord? The the one you're talking about? Oh, where it was it was Trump's birthday? Yeah. No, uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't see it, dude. It is really good, really good because um, y'all need to check it out. Uh, there was there was this black dude out there from Compton, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Trump all the way." He even had like a Trump coin. He had like pulled out this coin. I got and, one of those. And he word, and I think I have one around here. I got a, a Trump dollar, a million dollar bill in my wallet, <laughs> but um. But basically, he broke it down. Like, like even even when there was like a liberal ass comp- couple, because his question was, uh, "Today's Donald Trump's birthday. Do you have a message for Donald Trump?" And a, a lot of people were like, "Oh, happy birthday! Uh, we miss you. Please come back. Like, man, we need you right now, and you're you're a great president, stuff like that." A lot of people were saying that, and every once in while, every once in a while, they'd be like, "You have a message for Donald Trump? Like, fuck off, fuck off, and die. He needs to fucking <laughs> never come back. He needs to be in an orange jumpsuit and like, fuck off and, and the die. yeah, and the ladies and just." You know, uh, liberals that only watch liberal media and they believe it all. So they're just like, he needs to be in an orange jumpsuit. But he ruined the country. And it's like, well, what did he do wrong? Everything, everything he touched. And um, he's uh, and then uh, there was like a white couple saying all this stuff. And then the young black guy went and basically jumped in their scene back again with James Klug. And he, he damn near grabbed the mic uh, because they were saying he incited a seditious insurrection. And he called them to good she they said we're all gonna go down to the capitol and we're gonna fight like him and he and then he jumped in he's like oh are you talking to the part about the part where he says uh we need to fight like hell to save our country and then he says the same quote that has also been said by bernie Sa- he started listing people bernie sanders hillary boom 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 he's like a lot of people on the left have said the same thing and nobody misinterpreted that as yeah. as run up in the capitol or whatever and they were just like, you're a Trump supporter. He's like, yeah, and I'm from Compton. And da 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 He pulled out his Trump coin. <laughs> it was amazing. It's, uh, it, it really is legacy media's fault. I mean, any way you cut it, like this is the fault of whoever pulls the strings for what you see on TV and for what you hear a lot of what's on the radio. Yeah, like, they got J-Lo. <laughs> they got everybody, for the most part, mm-hmm. man. Like, uh, after we get our guest on and on the next episode, we'll talk about Buzz Lightyear and all these different <laughs> things, and with Tim Allen and whatnot. Yeah, lots to talk about. Uh, Sav Sav says got banned off Twitter for the third time. Yeah, she's actually in, in at the border. I don't know if she's in Yuma or here in Texas doing the Lord's work. Yeah, sorry, there. Uh, she posted something last night. Really doing like the media's job. Yeah, like, just showing. Like, all her interviews. That's why they kicked her off. That's why they don't want her on there. You got Jorge Ventura and Savannah Hernandez, two, you know, Hispanic Americans down there doing the media's duty at the border. Yeah. That's the world we're living in right A lot of the media's duty, like, showing a lot of stuff, showing, like, what, you know, black folk really think when they're at the gas station and what they really feel about the economy. And um, she covered, oh, she went to, like, some pride parade stuff and interviewed people about, like, how they identify their pronouns, their genders. And then, you know, the left didn't like that either. They don't want you holding up a mirror 
Dude, those people are, I mean, I hate to paint with these broad brushes, and I'm going to stop saying that because it's, you know where I come from, you know what side, uh, you know, how I feel about all these things, regardless. But they are completely, for the most part, insane, like 95, 97% mm. insane. Because you ask them a question, and they come, they like the example you gave, like they will attack anybody and attack anybody asking the question. And especially if you agree or rather disagree with them, they're like, oh, you fucking bigot, fascist, Nazi, whatever, fill in the blank, mm-hmm. right? Meanwhile, most moderate moderate right conservative and all the other ones on the on on the opposite side of them will just be like i disagree with you and this is why right let me tell you why we'll have a conversation about it but everyone else is just like no i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna take you out yeah you need to be canceled yeah y'all couldn't cancel me not today we'll be right back we'll probably start this episode with our guest actually okay bit all right we'll see you in a bit ladies and gentlemen Quick segment, special segment, man. We got to tap in with the homie from the West Coast, the founder of the Lexit movement, Jesse Orgin. What's up, Jesse? What's up, my boy Chingo? It's a pleasure to be on the Red Cup Tamale, finally, brother. Yeah, good to Hope see you. Good out in Texas. Good to see you. I like that shirt, too. It says, we don't have a gun problem. We have a God problem. Man, brother, that's the problem. You know what? These Democrats, these leftists trying to take the guns right away. <laughs> yes, sir. So, man, lots going on as usual. Lots going on in the news. Um, of course, the red tsunami has begun. Uh, Myra Flores making history out here in uh, South Texas. Um, what, what's the what's the vibe like, man? Is the word getting out? Do you feel like people are? Uh, do you think the left is threatened? Yeah, they're threatened. That's why have you seen uh, George Soros already came out and he spent like sixty million on all. Uh, he bought eighteen radio uh latino radio stations because they're terrified even just yesterday uh aoc uh, i don't know if you've seen it we posted clowning but uh aoc came out with a video saying oh she's trying to speak spanish and then she's trying to say latinos that there's a lot of misinformation coming out uh in spanish so watch out for that wow 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 but i was like it was a joke we were all laughing we we're like no it's not disinformation it's real information you know what i mean and no matter what propaganda you guys throw at them it, the ones stock dealers looking through their wallet once they go pumping gas prices they're, they're gonna see for themselves i mean you can't you cannot bamboozle them anymore and you know what's interesting man uh we always yeah. give latino hollywood a hard time because they all want to have their pom-poms out for uh the democratic party and uh eva longoria is one of the uh, investors and one of the people involved with the George Soros buying up uh, Latino media and radio, talk radio. Wow, see, that just goes to show you that stop paying attention to these leftist Hollywood uh, people because they're all, even everybody knows how Hollywood, I don't even got to go into all that. I, I say there are most of them are a lot of them are pedophiles, it's just all jacked up, but they don't have our values as. Latino people, so they they don't share our values. So instead of listening to what some Hollywood celebrity says, you should be listening to what your pastor, what your priest says, not these Hollywood leftists because they're just uh, Democrat puppets. Because that's ridiculous for her to do that. Even um, like I seen even stuff with what J Lo came out yesterday that uh, now her uh, her daughter is using like they uh, paint pronouns. You know what I mean? So now. Oh, now it makes sense. So now I see why you've been pushing for the left for the last couple of years. Now it comes out. You know what I mean? Just so to stop paying attention to what, like I said, what these leftists are saying. Uh, pay more attention to what your priest and pastor says. Uh, speaking of J Lo, uh, we, uh, my wife and I, we watched uh, her new 
documentary on Netflix. It's called Halftime. And we were we thought we were just gonna see like a bunch of J Lo rehearsals and stuff about like her career, getting ready for the Super Bowl halftime. But instead, they made it all about Trump. They made it about kids in cages. They made it about her wow. wanting to make a statement about like Latinos are being hated on, and uh, we have to sing, you know, "Born in the in the USA." And and she had kids in cages as part of her um, her her set. And um, but I was just like, "Damn, J Lo!" And she's like, she's like, Damn. she's like, I've never been political, but now's the time because Latinos are getting hated on. And then it ends with her uh, performing for Sleepy at the uh, inauguration. Wow, are you kidding me, bro? I haven't seen that. She's lucky now. We're gonna have to go looking. We're probably <laughs> gonna make up something to blast them on that because that's totally ridiculous. Why are you? Trump's not even in office, and really, you're still trying to go down that uh, propaganda and you know, beating up a dead horse. That's that's what they use. See, that's all they got, bro. If the left can't talk about race, bro, they literally have nothing to talk about. And that's why they've been able to manipulate us, minorities and Latinos, for so very long because they, like I always say, they use the race like a carrot. Like, look, mm-hmm. look, 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 race, race, everything racist, racist. Don't look at, we're trying to take away your guns. Don't mm-hmm. look at socialism we're pushing. Don't look at your gas prices, inflation. I mean, don't look at all this. Look, 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 racist. That's what they're, they're trying to do. So that's just another attempt from the left trying to, to use race to manipulate. That's why I've, I looked at recently, I looked at a couple of like leftist Latino pages and I, I couldn't believe it because I haven't seen it in a while, but I seen that they're still trying to push like the race, like all oh, the racism and this and that. And I was like, what a total joke. If Latinos have a lot of problems, you know what I mean? But that's not one of them to me. Eh? That like we have like the economy, gas, everything else. We have a whole slew of problems, racism. Not no problem like me. You know me, Chico. Mm-hmm. I was shot and paralyzed by a fellow Latino. I'm saying like I had three cousins murdered by other Latinos. Even over here in Cali, if there is any racial problems, it's usually between blacks and Latinos. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know where they got never my problem. I had no problem with no white or white supremacists. But like I said, they just use that to manipulate Latinos and my blacks for votes. That's why the Lexit movement is so powerful, because it kills that whole argument about like, hey, you're supposed to be a victim and you're supposed to be like, um, you know, voting for us all the time. And I think my wife mentioned it on on her podcast where she was basically saying, like, you know, our neighbors, a white dude, and either he takes out our trash or we take out his trash, like whoever gets to it first. And um, and, you know, the you know, the left, the Democrats, the politicians, they don't want people to know what what really is going on at the grassroots level in terms of like how Americans really do coexist. And, and it's really these race hustlers keeping the idea of racism alive and just like stabbing at the wound instead of always instead of looking at it like, look at how far we've come. Look at how we we ended slavery like we got rid of slavery here in America like it started, you know, in Africa. That's why it's so weird that, you know, with Juneteenth. They're trying, the corporations are trying to brand it with this pan-African flag, the green, black, uh, red, mm-hmm. instead of it's an American thing. You know, like as Texans, Rob, I'm, you were familiar with Juneteenth? Oh, uh, yeah, because it's a te- it was originally a Texas Yeah, it was, it was a Texas thing. You know, it, it goes back to Texas history. And um, so it, it should, it's an American holiday. And didn't Trump make it like a federal holiday? 
Am I, I, am I, mis- am I, I don't know if Trump made it a federal he, holiday. Trump did something with it. Yeah. yeah, that's why he was trying to take. That's why Trump was like crunk. He was like saying like, no one knew about Juneteenth until yeah, I, I made it right. famous. Remember, right. he's like, right. he's like, no one knew, no one knew. Now you're all up on Juneteenth's nuts because <laughs> I brought it to the forefront. And um, it's crazy. Like you said, they're trying to use a different flag though. We already have a flag that that signifies freedom. Yeah, because they're trying to turn everything. Like that's why they they pushed the uh, the trans flag, the rainbow flag, like every flag except for the American flag because they're trying to, you know, uh, like like brainwash people into like no 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 the one that's be- not this one and the one behind Jesse uh, uh, that that's not good. It's like no, this is the one. This is the shit. Like for example, like for example, gay conservatives they're probably more. Uh, ample to be like um hey this is the flag all that other shit is secondary yeah. you know what i mean it's america first yeah, yeah, yeah. So, america so so how's everything going with the legs movement and cali and, and and all the members like what are y'all working on at the moment yeah we're, we're building our chapters we're building armies foot uh foot feet on the ground i mean that's what we're mainly focused right now because I, we already did like the social media our being there, I mean, at Turning Point, I've been there with you, you know what I mean? I've been all over in the White House, I've been doing all that stuff, been on Fox, everything. Uh, but so right now, I'm trying to, we want to build like uh army, you know what I mean? Like the army of Latinos just rolling up deep. So we roll up deep, especially over here in California, when we do something, we roll a bunch of Latinos all next geared out. Uh, and then it's like, uh, everybody's like, dang, all eyes on us. When we roll up, you see a bunch of Latinos rolling deep, especially at conservative, uh, gatherings and events it's a, a big uh, eye-opener so that's what we're trying to right now mainly focused on that but then we too we're trying to help candidates you know what i mean candidates that we think america first good candidates if we feel then uh we try to help them we try to uh back them doing whatever we we can right now that's what we're doing that and then we're, we're fighting against like uh some evil propositions especially over here in uh california there's like a new one around it's ab2 866 or something like that but it's they're trying to say that uh kids they were trying to say it's up to 12 years old where they could get the, the jack jesse we lost your audio hello we're just there fighting against all the things like that you know hey so let me ask you this uh recently they recalled uh boudin or boudin the uh the da from san francisco and some people speculate that gascon might be next are people fed up with uh the da in the la area Oh hell yeah, they were yeah. There was a big push all around this area for a recall, uh, trying to recall him too. But just in all ways, everybody's just sick of all of this. It was just hard though, because right here in LA, there's a lot of liberals, bro. Even right here where I live, not even there are like a lot of whites now. Like even in certain Latino before, like even where I live, I live like by Echo Park area, or whatever. It used to be all Latino, but now it's getting a lot of like. Uh, liberals, white liberals are taking um, over this uh, area, so uh, it's it's rough, but yeah, like the regular everyday people, yeah, we're pissed off but we're sick of it, and then the crime over here is horrendous it's always uh, Did you hear about the case, did you hear about the case of, uh, speaking of Gascon, of the lady in Venice Beach with the stroller and she had an 8 month old baby, and the kid it was like a 16 year old, 17 year old kid had <laughs> stole a Prius and um, pretty much like ran into them and uh gascon only gave him like five months in a, a juvie camp yeah wow no nah, i didn't hear about that but that's 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 how it always is there's endless cases of things like that where they're letting uh criminals out democrats i don't know what what's their 
obsession with letting uh, criminals out, especially when they, they did wrong. Like, I don't know, they think it's something about racial injustice or whatever. But if they're righteous, bad, like, we'll call it, you'll call it. If there's, like, just like that shooter, there was just that that idiot shooter over there. Where just because he's a Latino or whatever, if he was alive, throw the book at him. Give that dude the death penalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're doing wrong then uh, they should be doing the time or whatever. I don't know what's wrong with these uh, Democrats that are always trying to be uh, light on these prison uh, prison criminals, especially when they do crimes like that. Right? Like if it's a little caught with a 20 bag of weed or something, I can see if it's some little stuff like that. But if it's righteous crimes like that, there's no need to be uh, soft on them. Yeah, it's so weird to me how they, they go so woke and so Marxist and they try to use some weird data. Like Gascon, he's notorious of, of trying to be like, well, you know, the studies and the science and the data shows that, you know, some communities and races and da 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 da, da and crime and the root causes. And it's like, bro, you common sense. Like, you want to talk about the fog of war? They're in the fog of woke in, in California, dude. Exactly. Especially in California, bro. California is like almost 50% Latinos. You know, there's so many blacks and Latinos. There especially, I could see if you're like Mississippi or somewhere, even over there trying to talk about race. But to be over here in California, talk about race, that's a joke. Okay? Like I said, more in California, the problems are between blacks and Latinos, if anything, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Because I never in my life had to worry about no ever bro even in prison i never worried about no white supremacy or no racist or no nonsense like that especially now it's actually way less racist than it was back in the days and and you mentioned mississippi i mean i've been there a few times I, i don't live there but i mean i'd argue that in the south it's i mean people get along you know, I mean, we uh, we go to Atlanta from time to time. I guess Florida's, you know, considered the South as well. And some, you know, I guess, you know, some people argue like, ah, well, it's its own thing. It's yeah. North Cuba. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like a lot of people think Texas like, oh, oh, my God, Texas, that's what the Cowboys are. Like, oh, my God, y'all ride horses and the KKK and all this stuff. And Rob, have you I mean, have you seen anything Dude, that's like, oh, my God, racist? None. Not ever in my life. And actually, real quick story. I had a, a friend's neighbor move in from New Jersey who was in the military, retired. Him and his wife both retired. And they kept going through the same town I grew up in as when they were looking for where to move. And what made them go there was that how nice everybody was. And when they were looking at houses, the neighbors invited them into their house to look at the development in the area. Area, and they were like, you're just going to let some black straight... It was in the height of the BLM riots, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were like, this is what lets us know that America is not racist. It, yeah, it's it's media propaganda, bro. Like, I mean, look, um, like yeah. where we record right here, this is a historically black neighborhood. Yeah. You know, we, we lived here. We just moved. But like, I mean... It, you know, I, dude. You know how many George Floyd murals I see on the way, just driving here on the way to work. I see one when I last time I was in Houston. I, I see that. Okay. Yeah, and George Floyd was from this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so you know they got all kind of Breonna Taylor murals everywhere. Of course, they they found a way to like smush in Vanessa Guillen along with Breonna, along with George Floyd. And it's like they they don't have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Like the the circumstances of how they died have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Yeah, but then you know what, bro? There's also, there's racist and all that, bro, in every race, bro. You know, you, everybody has a racist old Theo, you know what I mean? Or your grandpa. Tell me if your sister would have came home with a black or another race, your your grandpa wouldn't have had something. So, you know what I mean? Latinos, we, we have nicknames for every other race. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go through them, but all, every Latino watching this knows that Latinos are even Latinos, but even Asians, you don't think so. 
Asians are righteously racist too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like every single race has a little bit of racism. But like I said, the left uses that to manipulate blacks and Latinos. That's why Latinos stop falling for that. Stop paying attention to race and all that. Pay attention to policies. You know what I mean? That's what you should be focused on. Pay attention to your, to even your wallet and all that. You know what I mean? Uh, what they're teaching your kids in schools, like so many things. You know, they're trying to take away your guns, like whatever. Like pay attention to all that. But like I said, the Latinos may have a lot of problems, but racism and all that, it ain't, it ain't whatever. That's like way, yeah. way on your list. But like I said, stop letting them use that like a yeah. carrot in front of you to manipulate you. They're playing using your emotion. They're using because we have a lot of pride in our heritage. Yeah, you, know? And like, you, know, you know what I mean? So they, yeah, so they use that to play us, to manipulate us. So stop, stop falling for that. Like I said, pay attention to policy. Pay attention to the issues. Yeah, because I, I'd argue that like on a day-to-day, 99.999% of the time, Latinos aren't uh, um, experiencing... I know somebody listening right now is like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. But it's like, yeah. it's like, bro, ain't nobody... like. First of all, some Raza lives surrounded by nothing but Raza, and they don't even interact with other races, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's one. True. That's one Where thing. I grew up in my hometown, I went to, especially when I grew up, it was all Latinos, bro. I never until I went to prison, I went to jail and all that is where I interacted with blacks. But until that part, I had never, I had only been around us. Yeah, so it's just really overblown, over out of proportion. Well, Jesse, what keeps you in that area, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Just my family. That's why my mom, basically my family, church, and things like that. He's like, this is home, motherfucker. What you mean? (laughs) I'm a Cali boy. I never, yeah, I was there my whole life, man. What's yeah. the oh, no no no? Hey, question for me. Uh, what's the, the the goal? I guess for the next six months. Like we're already halfway through twenty twenty two. But what, what do you and Legs at One accomplish by the end of the year? Well, we're gonna try to get some good uh, candidates. Like even today, anybody out in Virginia, there's a good Latina running out there. Yelsey Vega trying to uh, help her uh, twin, but we're just gonna be trying to get it ready for November. You know what I mean? They're coming around, we need to take back the house. So we're gonna be trying to push. Of all the ones, all the good candidates that won their primaries. So we're going to try to help them push them through the line and get the, this house back, man, because these Democrats are tearing up everything, brother. You know, they're over there sending millions and all of that to Ukraine when things are all going to muck over here. So, uh, that's mainly, like I said, we're going to be trying to just, uh, we're about to be out at the March for Life over here in California. Uh, I think it's tomorrow. There's a big, huge March for Life in California. So we got invited to be to that. So we're going to be over there. And uh, we're always doing something, bro. We're always doing something with events, going around, doing all these. But mainly, we're going to be focused on uh, November, bro. We got we to gotta get back to the house. Absolutely, man. A lot is on the line. Uh, where can people get more info and, and join, sign up, and, and, uh, and let them know all the ways they can help? On Instagram, we're uh, Lexit Movement, uh, and then on uh, you can just go to our website, wearelexit.com, and anybody we have chapters all across the nation. So if you're interested uh, in being a conservative, because like I said, you know, even Ching, I say I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a Biblican. I'm a conservative. So because we blast Republicans too if they do wrong, yeah. that's what we do. We're equal opportunity blasters. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you want. If you're interested in joining a conservative, you're a conservative Latino, you want to help get in the fight with us, like I said, just go to wearelexit.com and then just click on join the fight. And then like, 
Uh, we're on Twitter, uh, Facebook. On Facebook, we're under Real Lexit, and then uh, YouTube. Barely, we don't have a big YouTube, but look us up on uh, YouTube on Lex Alex. Uh, I'll be in your neck of the woods coming up, man. Uh, July 6th, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Irvine, and then uh, July 7th in Ontario, California. I know you got a lot of Lexit movement uh, yeah, members yeah. in the area, so let them know, man. I, I got them on the yeah, guest yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, we'll tell them. I already, I already was jamming them up. Carmen, Carmen, uh, shout out to you. know Carmen from Lexit. Mm-hmm. She's a real big fan of yours, too. Awesome. So I know for sure she's excited about that, too. Awesome. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to being out there in the West Coast. And uh, everybody listening, people, um, if you haven't really been to Cali, grassroots, and, like, talk to people, um, sometimes Cali gets a bad rap that, is, that everybody's blind to what's going on and that everybody's automatically a damn liberal, leftist, Marxist, whatever. And uh, that's not the case, man. Like, some of the most hardcore conservatives, some of the most ultra of the ultra MAGA, <laughs> I've met in Cali, no lie. Like, like I'm, I'm very impressed with like the young people in California. That um, whether it's Northern Cali, Central Cali, Southern Cali, everybody's like, nah, bro, we're not going for all this. You know, you're not gonna take our guns. Like, we're gonna stop pushing all this weird ideology. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. You know what I mean? So they're up on it. They're on game for sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Cali's up. Does this because because they got. Frisco, they got pretty much that whole, they got it on lock called Frisco. And then the majority of LA, those are like the two like biggest cities. So that's the reason why. But if you go the farther you get away from the cities, like the country folks and all that, there's a lot of conservatives, but there's a lot all over the place. But that's why I'm always, yeah. pref- that. That's why I'm always performing in Brea, Oxnard, Irvine, Ontario. Uh, I'm even doing El Centro, California coming up. Uh, that's down there, like more near the border in the desert. Uh, what about LA? You gonna ever come to LA? I used to uh, the belly of the beast. Uh, I used yeah. to do like the Hollywood Improv. It, it, I think we just need like a bigger venue and a better situation because uh, the Hollywood Improv is real small, and um, okay. it, it's just it just becomes more difficult. Like once you kind of go in, now you got to deal with traffic, expensive hotels, and parking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real. I lived in uh, East Los for six good. months, so I, I know all about. Oh, the, wow. Yeah, I know all about the parking for real. Is that okay? All right, that's yeah. right. Slotito Fitch, right there. He's close. Yeah, yeah, I was right there, um, off like Atlantic, and uh, I think I think Whittier, Atlantic, with the cross streets, and then and that's then right. the the first six months, I was way in the boonies, like by Calabasas in uh, Woodland Hills, and it was it was oh. it was very boring out there, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But yeah, man, Jesse, man, good to see you. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, bump into you soon in Cali. Keep up the good fight. Yeah. Keep growing the movement, um, you know, especially now, just leading up to the road to 2024. Uh, Latinos, man, like, dude, what you guys really, really helped spark is now totally coming front and center. Like, everything, for, what we've been talking about, like the red tsunami, the red wave, and, oh, my God, Latino, Myra Flores, she must be QAnon. She must be the brown face of white supremacy, and, and we got to go buy these radio stations with George Soros and all this stuff. So it's definitely. But I just want to give you credit too, brother, because you came out too, and that's why as soon as you came out, I was immediately thought at you is because that's a courage and all of that too, you know, especially before too, even humility, because how you made the force. Remember, you made the song before Bastion Trump mm-hmm. and all that. You used to be all anti it to come and say, you know what. You know what I mean? That that was good, bro. And, like that, I give you a lot of respect and, and a lot of credit to come you, out. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, you saw you saw me in the yard getting jumped, fool. Taz, 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 fool. Uh, uh, you're like, you're just watching. I had a little homie throwing putazos, fool. <laughs> so I had to jump in. Yeah. We had to jump in. That's the homie right there. And I was like, oh, hey, we got you back, whatever you need. Uh, you, know, I mean, you know, Lexi was there from the beginning. I, I was out there. Man, I was out there in general population, bro, in the yard, throwing putazos, fool, getting jumped by all the all the Marxists. Taz, puto. Taz. Yeah. I was catching all the bots, fool, all the bots. Taz, culero. Yeah, yeah, brother. That's why. That's why they're probably all. That's why they're all over your page supporting it because that was like, ah, not chingo, not chingo for the conservative. You know, we calling out the left, but now it's like you've probably seen it, bro, over here from three years ago, bro. When I first when I was starting, how the pushback was a lot, bro. You know what I mean, especially against the Latino community, all Trump hates Latinos, all that, blah blah blah. Now, bro, even if they're not ready to say that they're Republican or whatever. They're pissed off at Democrats because damn Biden, you know what I mean? So they're open to it, even if they're not ready to say they're a Republican. Latinos know what's up. That's what I'm saying. Because they see this. He's a total disaster. All this left, believer, all like you said, this Marxism, this laughter, this Vulcan. Like, man, we can't even watch a Disney movie without <laughs> them pushing the homosexuality and all that. You know, we're trying to push uh, teaching our kids all that stuff in school and all that. Like, well, no Latinos, we don't support that. You talking about you talking about queer light year? <laughs> yeah, like or oh, Buzz yeah, Lightyear. Okay. Hey, yeah, let's let Jesse decide. Jesse decide. What's a better title for this podcast? For what? What do you mean the podcast? Oh, for uh, for the title, just the like, title of the yeah, episode. Yeah. But you're not gonna name it Buzz Lightyear. I'm not gonna. Why you gotta name the podcast Buzz Lightyear, Rob? <laughs> or or uh, what'd you say? No, I'll, this is the debate. We're trying to figure out how to rename the the uh, the toys. What is it? Yeah, Toy Story. the Buzz movie. Either either Buzz Light Queer or Queer Light. What is it? Queer Light Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the first one. Yeah, Buzz Light Queer. That was my idea. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. But Buzz Light Queer. That's a good bro. You can't even watch messing that, bro. We had to match it. We had to filter with our kids. You can't even watch to watch Disney, bro. To even watch Sesame Street or whatever. You can't even watch TV without commercial like. It's like trying to rabble, even what you were saying about the Jew teeth. The left totally hijacked that. So, me, so now it's like me trying to put all of us. That's like BLM day. Like the leftists righteously took over and they destroy everything. Well, that now it's like going to be racial, I mean, racial justice day, BLM, and all that's all it's going to become. And that's why we're like, you know what I mean? Like they said, well, it should be all American flags. It should be all patriotism. I mean, that's why maybe. The Republicans fell asleep. They should have uh, recognized it sooner because then they would. Because imagine if they, they would have came out like that and then making it all patriotic and all that, the left wouldn't want to have nothing to do with it. But since now that they did and George Floyd, all, BLM and all them, they took, they grabbed hold of it and all that. And now they just took it over. Like you said, now they're even trying to change the flag on it and just all like the left just hijacked like they do man yeah speaking of uh juneteenth and the flags i saw somebody point out how when they're trying to associate it with the pan-african flag the red red black green it's like they're they're associating it the juneteenth right the uh emancipation um they're trying to associate it with the flag of where slavery where the trade like the heart of the tr of the slave trade and like where it started versus the american flag as to where it was courageously and righteously ended yeah 
Like that's the whole point. Exactly. The whole point is emancipation. The street over here where we're by is called emancipation. Uh, the park over there is called emancipation. And Juneteenth, you know, it was a Texas thing for the longest. Like we grew up knowing about Juneteenth. You know, it it happened in Galveston, Galveston yeah, and which, have, and which is where the beach is, about forty five minutes from here. Yeah, and you have to think too that it wasn't. It couldn't have been like that. Wasn't the last because slavery had ended two or three years prior to that. It was just when uh, when Texas, you know, found out and the generals told them that hey, you know, everybody's been freed. But you have to think too there were other people. That still didn't know, you know, like they, at, Galveston wasn't the last place, but they took that one holiday that was a Texas thing and made it a federal holiday. Yeah, and I think Trump made it a federal holiday. Yeah. So I, I don't have yeah. a problem. I don't have a problem with it being a federal holiday. My thing is basically saying like, don't wrap it up with a flag from somewhere else, which is which is where slavery started. Wrap it up with the American flag. It's an American historic day, um, which is where slavery like officially ended like where they found out after the fact but they never even made you know the signing of the emancipation proclamation holiday that's not a federal holiday that's when slavery ended well talk to trump about that you're right yeah and then they said they they don't want to talk about too that they they saved them actually from democrats the democrats were racist (laughs) all those ones at those days so they'll say that they saved them from democrats and then also there was all kinds of other countries too that had slaves. You notice that they don't care or they don't bring up none of all these other countries that mm-hmm. used to have that they used to have slaves over there too. It's only America. I mean, you to this day, that? Still. they only hate America. And when, like you said, when we're the ones that made with the pain for them to to end that and, and all that type of wars and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. So, but yet we're the ones that get the, all the bad rap from. There's all these other countries. It's just the left. It's just a, like I said. It all boils down to once again, it's the <laughs> left just using race to manipulate minorities. That's gonna be the name of the podcast, Jesse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use "Total Disaster" as the title of this podcast. For sure. Well, hey Jesse, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna let you go. We know you got a lot of work to do. Uh, we appreciate checking in. And uh, don't be a stranger, brother. Uh, I'll be out there on the West Coast July 6th, July 7th. And uh, hey, man, keep up the great work for sure. Thanks, sir. All right, all right. Good, good looking out, brother. Thank Watch you. Take up. care, See brother. You. See you soon. Thank you, bro. All right, guys. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.